0: you are now tuned into Civil War Stories. I'm your host, Steve Matthews, here to guide you through the fields and towns of mid-19th century America as we delve into the epic conflict that shaped the very soul of this great nation, the Civil War. Together, we'll explore riveting stories from an era of transformation and sacrifice, hearing tales of valiant charges, whispered plots, and the profound human experiences behind the blue and the gray. And if your historical appetite is still hungry for more tales of valor and conflict, be sure to check out our companion podcast, World War II Stories, where we unravel the global conflict that raged nearly a century later. You can find the link in the description or make your way to podhour.com WW2. So, ready your ears and steady your hearts as we traverse through the pages of time, delving into a chapter of history where a nation fought for its very identity. In the annals of American history, the Civil War remains one of the most transformative periods, a seismic clash of ideals that irrevocably shaped the nation's trajectory. Amid this grand tableau of conflict and change, certain engagements, though less well-known than battles like Gettysburg or Antietam, played pivotal roles in the war's course. One such confrontation was the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek. Nestled in the lush landscape of Virginia, Beaver Dam Creek was far from an insignificant stream in the summer of 1862. As June dew still clung to the leaves, it transformed into a stage for a critical clash between the Union and Confederate forces. Strategically located on the doorstep of the Confederate capital, Richmond, the creek bore silent witness to the conflict that would alter the fortunes of both armies. As we venture into this untold story, we delve into the socio-political environment of Virginia, a state seething with tension and anticipation. We will explore the lives and tactics of the key players, Union Major General George B. McClellan and Confederate General Robert E. Lee. From the calm before the storm, we trace the careful military planning, the march towards destiny, and the culmination of events at the rugged banks of Beaver Dam Creek. We examine the raw courage, chaos, and carnage that marked the battle day, a night under fire, and the aftermath of a battlefield turned into a graveyard. We reflect on the determining factors that led to victory, the shattered illusions of the Confederacy, and the impact of this encounter on the broader canvas of the Civil War. Finally, we contemplate the enduring legacy of the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek, how it has been remembered, interpreted, and its lessons carried forward into modern warfare. So, let us embark on this journey, retracing the footsteps of those brave men who fought on that fateful day in June 1862, and uncover the profound implications of this overlooked battle in the broader sweep of American history. Chapter 1 The Calm Before the Storm. Spring in Virginia 1862, painted a contrast of bucolic beauty and palpable tension. The flowering dogwoods adorned the landscape with their delicate blossoms, and the air was redolent with the scent of honeysuckle. But beneath this idyllic surface, a storm was brewing. Virginia, a state steeped in history and tradition, found itself at the heart of the American Civil War. Its soil, where once the first English settlers had made their home, had become a chessboard for two opposing forces, the Union and the Confederacy, both determined to claim victory. In the quiet town of Mechanicsville, life continued as it had for generations. Men worked their fields, while women took care of their households, the rhythm of daily life seemingly undisturbed. But beneath this placid facade, hearts were filled with uncertainty. The local tavern was abuzz with hushed conversations about the impending clash and heated debates over the latest news of the Union's advancement and Confederate defenses. Among those who frequented the tavern was a man named Joseph, a middle-aged farmer. He was a quiet man of strong convictions, deeply attached to his Virginia roots. He, like many others, was torn between his loyalty to his home state and his aversion to the institution of slavery. Amidst the growing unrest, Joseph found himself wrestling with his personal beliefs, trying to reconcile them with the brutal reality of war. In the Confederate headquarters, General Robert E. Lee was meticulously planning the defense of Richmond. Though a seasoned soldier, the burden of responsibility weighed heavy on Lee's shoulders. The Confederate capital was within striking distance of the Union forces and a successful defense was not just a matter of military strategy, but a crucial element in the battle for the hearts and minds of the Confederacy's people. Simultaneously, on the Union side, Major General George B. McClellan was rallying his troops. With meticulous planning and an air of steadfast confidence, McClellan set the stage for the Union's peninsular campaign, aiming to capture Richmond and break the Confederacy's spirit. His speeches roused the troops, but privately, he harbored doubts about the enormity of the task at hand. As the days lengthened and the landscape bloomed, the people of Virginia found themselves at the precipice of a significant military confrontation. The shadow of war crept closer each day, their hopes for peace becoming more tenuous with every passing moment. It was clear that the spring of 1862, while full of natural life and beauty, Was merely the calm before the storm, a storm that would come to a head at a seemingly insignificant creek known as Beaver Dam. To understand the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek, one must first delve into the lives of the two key players who orchestrated this grand military spectacle Union Major General McClellan and Confederate General Lee. These men, each distinguished in his own right, were pitted against each other in a game of war and strategy that would resonate through the annals of history. Raised in a Philadelphia household that instilled in him a respect for order and discipline, George B. McClellan showed an affinity for military strategy from a young age. A graduate of the West Point Military Academy, his acumen led to his rapid ascent through the ranks. McClellan's physical presence was striking, a compact man, impeccably dressed, with piercing blue eyes that reflected an unwavering determination. Despite his military prowess, he was known to be a cautious man, often deliberating his moves for longer than many of his contemporaries would deem necessary. This caution would play a significant role in the events at Beaver Dam Creek. Meanwhile, in the Confederate camp, Robert E. Lee was a figure of equally significant stature. Born into one of Virginia's most distinguished families, Lee was a representation of the Southern ideal, a man of honor, dignity, and quiet resilience. Tall and broad-shouldered, with a full beard that did nothing to hide the determined set of his jaw, Lee exuded a quiet strength that earned him the respect of his troops and his adversaries alike. His strategic acumen was renowned, but like McClellan, he too had his own set of complexities, most notably a level of overconfidence that at times clouded his judgment. As spring turned to early summer in 1862, these two Seemingly different yet strikingly similar, found their destinies intertwined on the battlefield. McClellan, with his meticulous planning, was spearheading the Union's campaign towards Richmond. Lee, on the other hand, was tasked with the defense of the Confederate capital, a mission he embraced with fervor equal to McClellan's. Their personal philosophies, strategic styles, and inherent strengths and weaknesses were about to be tested on the stage of war. As the armies took their positions, the stage was set for a confrontation that would not only shape their legacies but also influence the course of the Civil War. The roles of these generals and the decisions they made would be pivotal, echoing beyond the banks of the Beaver Dam Creek and into the broader tapestry of the nation's history. As spring gave way to early summer, ominous clouds of conflict began to gather over Virginia. News of the Union's Peninsular Campaign aiming to capture Richmond, traveled through small towns and rural communities, stirring unease among the citizens. At the center of these disquieting rumors stood the seemingly tranquil Beaver Dam Creek, soon to become the theater of a decisive encounter. Back in Mechanicsville, the lives of ordinary people like Joseph, the farmer, were overshadowed by the looming conflict. His thoughts were consumed by the impending battle, the possibility of Union troops marching through his fields, and the fear of what that would mean for his family and his land. The faces of his neighbors mirrored his concern. Amid their routine activities, the dread of war was a persistent presence. In this charged atmosphere, young men like Joseph's eldest son, Benjamin, wrestled with the decision of whether to join the Confederate army. Drawn to the prospect of defending his home and filled with the romantic notion of battle, Benjamin was eager to enlist. However, his father's worry cast a shadow over his youthful enthusiasm. The tensions brewing within families like Joseph's were indicative of the larger societal struggle, a reflection of the state wrestling with its own loyalties and fears. Meanwhile, within the strategic confines of their headquarters, McClellan and Lee were immersed in their preparations. McClellan, with his meticulously detailed maps, was devising a master plan to capture Richmond. His blue eyes reflected the serious determination of a man who understood the gravity of his mission. While in the Confederate camp, Lee, with his imposing stature, studied his adversary's moves, developing strategies that he hoped would successfully protect the Confederate heartland. Soldiers on both sides prepared for the inevitable clash, their moods a mixture of anticipation, fear, and resolve. They polished their rifles, practiced their drills, and wrote heartfelt letters home, uncertain of what lay ahead. In the midst of these preparations, Beaver Dam Creek flowed on, oblivious to the fact that its banks would soon be transformed into a battlefield. The gathering clouds of war were poised to burst, and when they did, Beaver Dam Creek would be forever imprinted on the pages of Civil War history. Chapter 2, The Chess Pieces Are Placed As the dawn of June 26th broke over the Union camp, the air thrummed with an electric anticipation. Major General McClellan, astride his horse, surveyed his assembled men with a critical eye. His command was to move on Richmond, the heart of the Confederacy, and it was a task he was determined to fulfill. At his signal, the Union Army began its steady march. Dust kicked up by thousands of boots billowed into the air, settling on the uniforms of the soldiers. Sounds of heavy artillery being moved and the low murmur of the men filled the morning air. Many were young, barely out of their teens, embarking on a journey towards uncertainty, their faces marked with a heady mix of fear and determination. Along the way, the Union soldiers were met with diverse reactions from the locals. Some, like Joseph and his family, watched the procession with trepidation from behind their window shutters, their hearts heavy with concern. Others, enslaved individuals hoping for a future of freedom, saw the blue-coated men as harbingers of hope. Their wide-eyed children watched the soldiers, waving miniature flags stitched together from scraps of cloth. McClellan led the procession with an air of cautious confidence. Every decision he made, every step he took was measured, mindful of the critical importance of his mission. His goal was not just to capture Richmond but to deliver a morale-shattering blow to the Confederacy. The success of his campaign depended heavily on the upcoming confrontation at the small, seemingly insignificant Beaver Dam Creek. Meanwhile, reports of the Union advance reached the Confederate headquarters, causing a ripple of concern. Robert E. Lee, ever the composed leader, analyzed the updates with a cool head, formulating counter strategies to halt McClellan's march. With each passing moment, the battle's inevitability grew, but who would emerge victorious remained a question that only time and fate could answer. Thus, As the Union Army marched on, a sense of destiny permeated the air. The battle to come was not just another skirmish, but a pivotal moment in the struggle between North and South. The men knew they were marching towards a significant juncture in their lives and in the history of their divided nation. Beaver Dam Creek, as placid as ever, awaited their arrival, unaware of the historic clash that was about to unfold on its serene banks. On the Confederate side, preparations were in full swing as news of the Union advance reached their camp. At the heart of this activity stood Robert E. Lee, a steady presence in the midst of the brewing storm. His task was clear, albeit daunting, he was to halt McClellan's march on Richmond, preserving the heartland of the Confederacy from Union capture. The location chosen for the defensive line was Beaver Dam Creek, a seemingly unassuming stream that wound through the Virginia countryside but under Lee's strategic gaze, it was transformed into a natural fortification, its waters a barrier to the Union's path. Troops worked tirelessly to strengthen the defensive line along the creek. The sounds of shovels biting into the earth, the groan of timber being moved, and the steady thump of hammers driving stakes into the ground echoed through the air. Clouds of dust rose from the flurry of activity, drifting in the warm summer breeze. A tangible sign of the impending battle. Lee's strategy was based on depth, each layer of defense adding to the strength of the position. The soldiers dug trenches and erected makeshift barricades, their faces streaked with sweat and dust. Young men like Benjamin, freshly enlisted and filled with the fervor of defending their homeland, worked side by side with seasoned veterans, their resolve unyielding. The defensive line was an intricate design. A testament to Lee's keen understanding of the landscape and his military expertise. On the surface, it appeared to be a daunting, nearly impenetrable barricade, designed to exploit any advancing enemy's vulnerabilities. However, the line's strength was not just in its physical construction, but in the morale and determination of the men who manned it. Despite their fervent preparations, the Confederate soldiers could not escape a sense of apprehension. The vast Union army was marching towards them, and with each passing hour, the echoes of the coming confrontation grew louder. As the sun set on the Virginia countryside, the Confederate line stood firm along Beaver Dam Creek, a potent symbol of the South's determination to protect its heartland at any cost. The stage was set, the actors in place, and the curtain was about to rise on a confrontation that would be etched into the pages of Civil War history. As the Union Army neared Mechanicsville, the initial point of contact between the two opposing forces, the tranquil Virginia countryside was disrupted by the sounds of war. A preliminary clash, a skirmish, was about to ignite the fuse that would lead to the full-blown Battle of Beaver Dam Creek. In the early afternoon, the first shots were fired. A Confederate patrol, venturing too close to the Union line, was met with a sudden volley. The explosion echoed across the fields, ripping through the calm of the day and bringing the reality of the imminent conflict crashing down. The skirmish at Mechanicsville had begun. Caught in the crossfire was the small town itself. The once quiet and peaceful community was abruptly transformed into a battlefield. Buildings were scarred by bullet holes, and the once pristine streets were churned to mud by the movement of men and artillery. Residents, like Joseph and his family, could do nothing but take cover and hope as their world was torn apart. Among the Confederate soldiers fighting in the skirmish was Benjamin, Joseph's son. His romantic notions of war were quickly shattered by the harsh reality. The adrenaline rush of the fight, the deafening roar of the guns, the acrid scent of gunpowder it was a far cry from the tranquil farm he'd left behind. The skirmish, although relatively small in scale, had a substantial impact. It marked the first significant engagement between the Union and Confederate armies in the campaign for Richmond, and it set the tone for the far larger confrontation that was to follow at Beaver Dam Creek. In the midst of the chaos, Major Generals McClellan and Lee monitored the skirmish from their respective headquarters. Each interpreted the clash in their own way, adjusting their strategies as necessary, a dynamic chess game with their armies as the pieces. As the smoke from the skirmish cleared, the spark had been lit. The Battle of Beaver Dam Creek was no longer a distant prospect but a looming reality. Both sides were now locked in a deadly dance, a fight not just for territory, but for the fate of a divided nation. Chapter 3 The Clash at Beaver Dam Creek. June 26, 1862, was a day that would be indelibly written into the annals of history. As the sun rose, bathing the Virginia landscape in a warm, golden light, two armies stood on the brink of a battle that would shape the course of the Civil War. For the men in blue, the Union soldiers, the day began with a flurry of activity. Breakfast was a hasty affair, eaten amidst the final preparations. Weapons were checked, ammunition was distributed, and last-minute orders were issued. McClellan, a commanding figure amidst his troops, moved through the ranks, his presence offering a sense of stability in the face of uncertainty. Across the creek, the Confederate soldiers were preparing as well. Lee Calm amidst the bustle, oversaw the fortifications and offered quiet words of encouragement to his men. Young Benjamin, his heart pounding in his chest, found himself reassured by his commander's stoic confidence. The young farmer-turned-soldier tightened his grip on his rifle, steeling himself for the battle to come. As the day wore on, the tension on both sides of Beaver Dam Creek became palpable. The quiet peace of the morning was shattered by the drumroll of marching feet and the ominous rumble of artillery being positioned. Above it all, the flag of each side fluttered in the breeze, a symbol of the cause each army was fighting for. In the early afternoon, the first cannon fire echoed across the field, signaling the start of the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek. The calm landscape was instantly transformed into a war zone. Gunfire roared. Smoke filled the air, and the once tranquil creek was churned into a muddy battleground. Through it all, the soldiers on both sides fought with a determination fueled by their conviction. The day of reckoning had indeed arrived, and as the battle raged, it was clear that neither side would back down without a fierce fight. The Battle of Beaver Dam Creek had begun, and its outcome would decide the future course of the Civil War. As the battle raged on, The heat of the day was forgotten in the chaos of war. Union soldiers charged the Confederate lines, their faces set with determination. Across the creek, Confederate men waited, their fingers twitching on their triggers, ready to meet the onslaught. In the midst of the carnage was young Benjamin. Each crack of his rifle was accompanied by the hopes of survival, his aim steady despite the chaos around him. Near him, seasoned soldiers fell, their cries lost in the roar of the battle. The taste of gunpowder hung heavy in the air, a grim reminder of the brutal fight. Across the battlefield, a Union officer, Lieutenant Howard, charged forward, his horse galloping through the smoke. Despite the uncertainty of victory, he pushed his men onward, his voice booming over the gunfire. His figure, astride his steed became a beacon for the Union soldiers, a symbol of courage in the heat of battle. As the day progressed, the toll of the battle began to show. The landscape, once green and vibrant, was now scarred by the violence. Bodies of fallen soldiers dotted the field, there still forms a stark contrast to the frantic activity around them. Above it all, Generals McClellan and Lee watched, their faces etched with worry and determination. Each cannon blast, each charge, each fallback was a move in their strategic game, the stakes high, the cost even higher. Their commands echoed across the battlefield, guiding their respective armies through the turmoil. Despite the chaos and carnage, there were moments of humanity, too. Soldiers risked their lives to drag their wounded comrades to safety, their bravery shining through the grim reality of war. As the smoke rose high into the sky, it seemed to signal the incredible courage, the chaos, and the intense carnage of the battle. It was a testament to the intensity of the day, the heat of the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek now seared into the memory of every man present. As the sun began to set, the battle continued under a sky painted with strokes of orange and purple. The men fought on, their resolve unyielding, the sounds of conflict echoing through the twilight. The battlefield, illuminated by flashes of gunfire and the eerie glow of lanterns, was a surreal sight under the dimming light. In the Union camp, weary soldiers were bolstered by the arrival of reinforcements. Under the protective cloak of darkness, men and supplies quietly crossed the creek, a stream of hope flowing into the battered Union lines. McClellan despite the exhaustion etched on his face, stood tall amidst his men, the flickering light casting long shadows as he coordinated the night operations. Across the creek, in the Confederate camp, the night brought its own challenges. Lee, ever the composed leader, evaluated the situation with a critical eye. Despite the fatigue that clung to him, he worked tirelessly to rally his men, to strategize, to adjust to the changing dynamics of the battle, young Benjamin, crouched in the Confederate trenches, felt the strain of the long day. The noise, the fear, the constant vigilance, they were all wearing him down. But he held on to his courage, his mother's parting words ringing in his ears, providing a touch of comfort in the harsh night. Meanwhile, Lieutenant Howard, his uniform stained with the grime of the day, organized a defensive line under the cover of darkness. His voice, steady and reassuring, echoed through the night, instilling a sense of hope in his men. In the trenches, around the flickering campfires, stories were quietly shared tales of home, of loved ones, of dreams for the future. Despite the exhaustion, the fear, and the uncertainty, the men on both sides of the creek continued to fight, their spirits as unyielding as the dark Virginia night. This night under fire, fraught with danger and uncertainty, would be one that they would remember for the rest of their lives. It was a testament to their resilience, their bravery, and the unshakable belief in their cause. Chapter 4 A Hard-Fought Victory When dawn broke on June 27, the battlefield of Beaver Dam Creek was a landscape transformed. The creek, once a serene body of water, had become a formidable barrier, dividing the two armies. The terrain itself, with its rolling hills and dense woods, was as much a participant in the battle as the soldiers themselves. The Union Army, using the creek as a natural defense, had utilized the terrain to their advantage. McClellan, with his eye for strategic planning, had positioned his troops well. The high ground they occupied offered a vantage point, a vital advantage in the heat of the battle. Even as they faced the onslaught of the Confederate forces, the Union soldiers held their ground, using the features of the land to anchor their defense. On the other side, the Confederates faced a daunting task. The creek, swollen from recent rains, was a significant obstacle. The dense woods hindered their advancement and the rolling hills hid the Union positions, making their assault even more challenging. Lee, the Confederate general, had to continually adapt his tactics, reshaping his plans to suit the demanding landscape. As the battle wore on, the terrain continued to play a pivotal role. Every dip and rise in the ground, every cluster of trees was a potential cover or obstacle. Each soldier, whether Union or Confederate, had to navigate the changing landscape even as they engaged with the enemy. The tacticians, McClellan and Lee, too were in a constant game of chess, adjusting their strategies based on the lay of the land. They issued orders, moved their pieces, their minds working tirelessly to predict and counteract the other's move. It was a test of their leadership and strategic skills. Their decisions shaping the flow of the battle. As the smoke from the cannon fire hung low over the battlefield, it was clear that the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek was not just a fight between two armies, but also a contest against the landscape. The terrain and the tacticians, intertwined in the battle, were indeed the determining factors in this vital clash. The Battle of Beaver Dam Creek was a stern test for the newly appointed Confederate commander, Robert E. Lee. A man of calm demeanor and keen intellect, Lee was respected by his peers and loved by his men. However, even the most accomplished leaders can fall prey to overconfidence and miscalculations, as Lee would discover. Eager to seize the initiative and drive the Union forces away from Richmond, Lee had planned a complex maneuver. He intended to outflank the Union forces. Using a portion of his army to keep them engaged while the rest moved around to attack from the rear. It was a daring strategy, one that relied heavily on precise timing and coordination. However, as the battle unfolded, it became apparent that things were not going according to plan. Despite having numerical superiority, the Confederates faced considerable resistance from the entrenched Union forces. The terrain, which Lee had underestimated, proved to be a formidable obstacle. His troops struggled to cross the swollen creek and navigate the dense woods, their movements slower than expected. Lee's overconfidence in his plan had also led him to underestimate the strength of the Union defenses. Believing that McClellan would retreat rather than fight, he was taken aback by the Union resistance. The Union troops, far from retreating, put up a spirited defense, repelling Confederate assaults time and again. As the hours passed, Lee's miscalculations became more evident. The flanking maneuver, meant to be a decisive blow, was failing. His troops, fatigued and disoriented, were unable to break through the Union lines. Lee, ever the composed leader, struggled to adapt his tactics, his usually sharp strategic mind clouded by the unexpected setbacks. In the annals of military history, overconfidence and miscalculations have often led to significant losses. The Battle of Beaver Dam Creek was a sobering reminder of this truth. Lee's missteps would cost him dearly, proving to be a turning point in the conflict and a harsh lesson in the unpredictability of war. As the final echoes of gunfire faded and the dust settled, a grim silence enveloped Beaver Dam Creek. The landscape, once marked by the vibrant colours of nature, was now a stark tableau of destruction. The quiet of the early morning was broken only by the groans of the wounded and the solemn whispers of those who surveyed the scene. The battle had extracted a heavy toll. Where once there was life and movement, now lay the motionless forms of Union and Confederate soldiers. Friends, brothers, sons, their stories abruptly halted their dreams extinguished on the battlefield. The creek, once a serene trickle of water, was now tinged with the unsettling hue of spilled blood. Amidst the fallen, men moved with a grim purpose. Medical officers from both sides, aided by the few soldiers still on their feet, began the gruesome task of tending to the wounded and marking the dead. The war, in its merciless tide, had swept away the lives of many, leaving behind a landscape of loss and despair. For the leaders, too, the aftermath was a moment of reckoning. General McClellan, despite his victory, was somber, the cost of the battle weighing heavily on his mind. For Robert E. Lee, the sight was a bitter pill to swallow. His first major offensive as the Confederate commander had ended in defeat, his plans undone by miscalculations and an unyielding enemy the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek had ended, but its echoes would reverberate throughout the rest of the Civil War. Its aftermath was a haunting reminder of the human cost of conflict, a poignant image of a battlefield-turned-graveyard. Each life lost was a story untold, a promise unfulfilled, a testament to the devastating power of war. Chapter 5 Ripples in the Course of the Civil War the echoes of the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek rippled far beyond its immediate aftermath. The South, which had entered the war with a strong belief in their military superiority and cause, now had to grapple with the sting of defeat. The once vibrant morale of the Confederate troops had been shaken, the illusion of invincibility shattered. The man at the center, General Lee, was also wrestling with his own demons. Revered by his men, Lee was known for his composed demeanor and tactical brilliance. Yet, the fallout of the battle saw a different side of the general, a human side that wrestled with doubt and disappointment. His miscalculations had not only cost the Confederacy the battle but had also dealt a significant blow to his personal reputation. For the Confederate soldiers, the loss was a bitter pill to swallow. They had marched into battle with high spirits. Their hearts filled with the conviction of their cause and faith in their leaders. But the images of the battlefield, the sight of their fallen comrades, and the burden of defeat had dampened their spirits. The tales of heroism and victory, once recited with pride around the campfires, were now replaced with stories of survival and sacrifice. Yet, it was not just the morale of the soldiers that was affected. The defeat at Beaver Dam Creek sent shockwaves through the civilian population of the South. The people, who had initially supported the war with a fervor, were now confronted with the stark reality of the conflict. The price of their independence was being paid in the lives of their sons, husbands, and brothers. The enthusiasm of the early days of the war was giving way to apprehension and fear. The impact of the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek on the Confederate morale was profound. The defeat had shattered illusions, transforming the war from a romanticized struggle for independence into a grim, deadly reality. The battle had not only changed the course of the war but also the mindset of the Confederate populace and army, marking a turning point in the Confederacy's war effort. For the Union, the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek was a victory. But for its leader, Major General McClellan, the aftermath was a maze of uncertainties. The taste of victory was bittersweet. While he had won the battle, the sight of the devastation and the weight of the lives lost had deeply affected McClellan. The triumphant general of the Peninsula Campaign now seemed a shadow of his former self. Victory in war often prompts a swift follow-up, a chance to press the advantage. But for McClellan, The scene at Beaver Dam Creek seemed to sap his usual decisiveness. He appeared paralyzed, caught in a state of indecision that would have lasting implications for the Union Army. Back at his headquarters, McClellan seemed lost in thought, his mind burdened by the weight of responsibility. His strategic mind, once clear and focused, was now clouded with doubt. His officers noticed a change in their leader. The usual fire in McClellan's eyes had dimmed, replaced with a cautious, almost fearful look. Orders were slow in coming, and when they did, they lacked the assertiveness that characterized the McClellan they knew. Despite the Union Army's numerical superiority and tactical advantage, McClellan hesitated, allowing the Confederate Army precious time to regroup. His paralysis in the face of victory undermined the Union Army's momentum. A delay that the Confederacy would utilize to its advantage in the battles to come. McClellan's inability to capitalize on his victory at Beaver Dam Creek was a perplexing twist in the narrative of the Civil War. His reluctance to press his advantage, born from the grim aftermath of the battle, would prove costly. It was a moment of hesitation that would echo through the rest of the war, a missed opportunity that the Union would come to regret. The Battle of Beaver Dam Creek, while not the largest or bloodiest of the Civil War, played a significant role in the shaping of the broader conflict. Its echoes resonated through the fields and forests of the southern states, influencing the course of the war in ways few could have predicted. The Confederate morale was significantly impacted, as we've explored. However, the battle's repercussions reached much further, affecting the strategic approach of both sides. For the Confederacy. The defeat was a wake up call. No longer could they simply rely on the belief in their own invincibility or the supposed superiority of their soldiers. Lee, a keen student of warfare, took the lessons from Beaver Dam Creek to heart. His strategies would evolve, becoming more calculated, more circumspect. The audacious gambler of Beaver Dam Creek was replaced by a commander who respected his enemy's strength and capability. On the Union side, the victory was tainted by McClellan's hesitation. Despite having delivered a stinging defeat to Lee, McClellan's inability to seize the moment caused frustration among his troops and superiors. His caution in the wake of victory was seen as a sign of weakness. As the war continued, this cautious approach became a point of contention and would play a role in his eventual removal from command. Beyond the armies themselves, the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek also impacted the civilian populations. In the north, it was a cause for celebration, a sign that their boys in blue could indeed deliver a blow to the seemingly unstoppable Confederacy. In the south, it was a grim reminder of the reality of war, the loss bringing home the harsh truth of the cost of their secession. In the larger context of the Civil War, the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek marked a turning point. It served as a reminder that victory was not assured for either side, and that the war would be a grueling test of endurance, strategy, and will. The shockwaves from the battle on the banks of a small creek in Virginia would influence the course of the nation's most brutal conflict. Chapter 6 Legacy of the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek Many years after the last shots of the Civil War were fired, the land that once played host to the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek was transformed. No longer a scene of chaos and carnage, it now stood as a solemn monument to the bravery and sacrifices made during that tumultuous period of American history. Visitors to the Beaver Dam Creek battlefield can step onto the grounds where once blue and grey clashed in a desperate struggle. A walking path, marked by signs and plaques, traces the movements of the Union and Confederate forces. Each stop along the path tells a story, not just of strategic maneuvers and military actions, but of the men who fought and fell here. On the battlefield, one can find a variety of memorials erected to honor the fallen. One such monument stands at the site where Union forces held the line against the Confederate onslaught. Engraved in the granite is a quote from a Union soldier who fought in the battle. Capturing the desperate determination of the men who defended the creek, we were men then, not merely soldiers. Overlooking the creek itself, there stands another monument, this one dedicated to the Confederate forces. Here, the focus is on the bravery and tenacity of the Southern soldiers, fighting against overwhelming odds. A quote from a Confederate private adorns this memorial We fought as though the fate of our homes depended on our courage. Perhaps it did. The Beaver Dam Creek battlefield is not just a place of remembrance, but a living history site. Each year, reenactors gather to recreate the battle, their period uniforms and accurate weaponry breathing life back into the events of June 1862. Watching them, one can almost hear the sounds of battle and feel the tension of that fateful day. Preserved and honored, the Beaver Dam Creek Battlefield stands as a poignant reminder of a defining moment in American history. It serves to commemorate the bravery of the men who fought and to educate future generations about the cost of the nation's journey to unity. Through its memorials and historical sites, the story of the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek continues to resonate, its lessons as relevant today as they were over a century ago. As the years rolled on from the close of the Civil War, Perspectives about events such as the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek evolved. Historians, guided by fresh insights and newfound sources, often revised and reflected upon the established narrative of the battle, offering a more nuanced understanding of its significance. One of the key figures that emerged in these retrospections was General Fitz John Porter, the Union commander who successfully held the line at Beaver Dam Creek. Initially overshadowed by the more high-profile figure of McClellan, Porter's tactical acumen and calm leadership began to gain more recognition as historians delved deeper into the battle's accounts. Robert E. Lee's role in decisions were also subjects of ongoing debate and revision. While earlier historians tended to focus on his bold but flawed offensive, newer interpretations gave more weight to his subsequent ability to learn and adapt from this experience setting the stage for his future successes. The average soldiers, too, found their way into the spotlight as a result of these reflections. Personal letters, diary entries, and other first-hand accounts that came to light helped paint a vivid, intimate picture of the men on the front lines, their fears, their hopes, and their experiences in the thick of battle. Reflections on the battle also encompassed a broader understanding of its role in the Civil War. Rather than viewing it in isolation, historians began to emphasize its connection to the wider context, its influence on subsequent battles, and its symbolic value in the public consciousness of the time. The Battle of Beaver Dam Creek, like all historical events, is a living narrative, constantly being revised, debated, and reflected upon. Each new insight adds a layer of complexity, enriching our understanding of the battle and its significance. As we continue to study and remember, we keep the lessons of the past alive, allowing them to inform and enlighten us in the present. The Battle of Beaver Dam Creek, while deeply rooted in the Civil War era, has left a lasting impact that can be felt in the landscape of modern warfare. From strategy and tactics to the psychological aspects of command, the battle's influence is echoed in the military doctrine and practices that we see today. One of the key lessons derived from the battle is the critical role of terrain in shaping the outcome of military engagements. Porter's utilization of the Marshy Creek as a natural defensive line is a strategy echoed in modern military planning. Today, military academies around the world emphasize the importance of using the environment to gain tactical advantage, a principle vividly demonstrated at Beaver Dam Creek. Additionally, The battle underscored the importance of effective communication and coordination among units on the battlefield. The breakdown in Confederate command structure and the resulting disjointed attacks served as a cautionary tale. In the modern context, this has highlighted the need for robust communication systems and well-established chains of command in ensuring efficient and effective military operations. The psychological elements of the Battle of Beaver Dam Creek also hold relevance in contemporary military studies. The overconfidence of Lee and the cautiousness of McClellan illustrate the impact of a leader's mindset on the course of battle. Modern military training programs place significant emphasis on developing balanced judgment and emotional resilience, acknowledging the critical role these traits play in decision making under pressure. Lastly, the battle serves as a reminder of the human cost of warfare. As in the days of the Civil War, honoring the bravery and sacrifice of those who serve remains a cornerstone of military traditions. The Battle of Beaver Dam Creek, marked by its memorials and historical sites, continues to remind us of the immense personal courage that war demands. In all these ways, The Battle of Beaver Dam Creek continues to make its mark on the world of military strategy and doctrine. It stands not only as a chapter in a history book but as a living lesson, its footprints clearly visible in the sands of modern warfare.